are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses uh, 1 to 20 I had down there, but we're not going to read all 20 verses. Uh, three days later, David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziglag, and they found the Amalekites had made a raid on Negev and uh, Ziglag, and they crushed Ziglag and burned it to the ground. They carried off the women and the children, without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins, they realized what happened to their families. They wept until they could weep no more. David's two wives were also captured. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and their daughters. And they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then he said to Abathar, the priest, Bring me the ephod. So Abathar brought brought it, and David said, David asked the Lord, Should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, Yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. And we'll stop there. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you will just make this word real to our hearts today. Lord, you know, Lord, what you intended for this service. Lord, I have planned with my mind and my thoughts, Lord, but Lord, your thoughts are higher than mine. And so, Father, I just pray that you will just help my spirit to be in tune with you so that I can say just what exactly you want me to say this morning. Nothing more, nothing less in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Discouragement is a feeling that comes upon many people at different times in their lives. How we handle discouragement uh, can affect us both physically and spiritually. Someone has suggested that Satan has three main methods of discouraging the believers tries to dampen our joy, tries to attack our peace, to target our weaknesses, whether it be addictions, sickness, pain. And uh, I can add one more. He wants to cloud our vision as well. Um, Satan is a liar. He's a thief. Jesus said he comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus has said he has come that we would have abundant life. Now, there are many reasons for discouragement. One big one, I suppose, would be tragic loss. Loss comes from many different areas. Could be fire and famine, flood. Death, separation, divorce, broken relationships, all of these things. 
David arrived at, at his home in Ziglag to find uh, rubble and devastation. And, and besides all of that, all of their wives and children were gone. His family had been taken into captivity. There was a loss of confidence in his leadership. Some of his men spoke of stoning him. And that happens a lot of times when you get, when you get discouraged. You begin blaming. You, you want to blame someone. You want to find someone to blame for what has happened. But they were all going through the same thing. And then there's mental and physical strain that causes discouragement, financial problems, work problems, and the list goes on and on. David's body and mind were, were tired. They, they had just come from, from a great battle themselves. And uh, his vision was distorted. He could not see things in true perspective. And then there's loneliness. David felt all alone. He remembered remember his, his, his men were all experiencing the same mental, physical stress. And some people are lonely because they can't make friends. Nobody cares. There's no one to support them. And so his men were ready to desert him, and David felt all alone. David first viewed the scene of utter destruction. He wept until he had no strength left. All of them did the same thing. Can you identify with David this morning? Have you ever stood surveying the ruins of devastation in your own life, the plans, the dreams that you had? All of a sudden, it's in ashes at your feet. God's Word shows us how to have victory in devastating circumstances. We can be encouraged. We can encourage ourselves in the Lord. We can strengthen ourselves in the Lord. When we're going through difficult times, there is a sense within us as individuals that no one is going through what I'm going through. But that's not necessarily the case. We're all cut from the same cloth, created in the image of God. But one great thing we have is that God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? David had a number of choices there is a cure for discouragement, and David had a number of choices that he could have made. He could have given up and quit and said, that's it. I don't care what God said. God said, I'm going to be king someday, but this is it. He let all this happen to me, so I'm finished with God. He could have simply sat down in the ashes of defeat and mourned his losses blamed God or blamed others like his men were doing to him. Instead, 
David praised God in the midst of his difficulties. It is amazing. The songs that, that Ernie chose today fit so in line with what I'm speaking here today. Instead, David praised the Lord in the midst of his difficulties. The Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord, or he found strength in the Lord. You can always find strength in the Lord. So he prayed for a, a, a prayer of agreement with Abathar, the priest. And David inquired of the Lord and said, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, that's the Lord. The Lord answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all, recover everything. Now, David chose to believe the Lord. He chose to look at the Lord and what he would do and what he could do rather than looking at his situation. So he set out to penetrate the camp of the enemy. If you read on in that story, you'll find that 200 of his men got about halfway and they were just so exhausted that they couldn't go any further. So David said, okay, you guys stay here and look after the stuff. We're going over this, this brook, this river, and we're going to capture those guys. We're going to wipe them out. Why? Because God said we could. And when God says you can, you can. There's no need to mourn anymore. There's no need to be down. There's no need to have a pity party. Because if God said it's possible, then it's possible. And the things that seem to be impossible with man is, is possible with God. When you face loss, don't think that it's permanent or final. Nothing is really lost because God is on your side. David had a word from the Lord. And so he saw victory before he even engaged in the battle that was to come. You will never be victorious if you sit down in the, in the midst of your ashes of your loss and wait for something to happen. Victory comes when you act upon the Word of God and in faith. Faith in what the Word of God says. Faith that God will do what He has promised. Penetrate the enemy's camp and take back what has been stolen from you. We shouldn't be just hearers of the Word. We need to be doers of the Word. And the Bible says that faith without works is dead. If you believe that God can do it, then act upon it. Amen? David not only recovered what was rightfully his, but he also brought back more than he lost. Victory do not come by sitting back and hoping and waiting for it. Victory comes when you take authority in the name of Jesus, you need not be afraid because Jesus has given us power over your enemy. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, 
He said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen? See, we've got to believe that stuff. There's no good to just read it and just say, Well, that was great. I wish I was back there then. Well, you're not back there then. You're here now. And the same word that Jesus spoke back then is still applicable for today in this generation, in my situation, in your situation. You have received delegated authority from the King of Kings, and the Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ is his name. Authority to stop the devil and literally arrest his power. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, Jesus said, All authority has been given to me and in heaven and on earth. And then he, he passed that authority on to us. And he said, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. That's what Reverend David Ritz is doing down there in Quebec. Answering the call, the great commission to go and make disciples. And... Uh, you know, I read somewhere the other day, there's a lot of people that are converts. But there's less people that are disciples. Being a disciple of Christ is, is following his word, learning his word, studying his word, and then not only doing that, but then doing his word. Mark 16, Jesus said, these signs will follow those who believe. And he goes on to, to uh, say what these signs are. The question is, do you recognize your authority? Remember, the devil's success is dependent on your ignorance and my ignorance. Do I believe the lies that he tells? You see, if you believe his lies... Someone has said, if you believe a lie, to you it is the truth. Because it's something that you believe. And if you believe that, that he's so all-powerful, that he can wipe you out, that he can do all these things to you, that he can keep you down, he can keep you poor, he can keep you sick, all of these things, if you believe that, then that's true for you. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. If you know the truth of God's word, you know that the devil is a loser. And you know that you're an overcomer. You know that you're more than a conqueror. Amen? Praise the Lord. The truth will set you free. God's word is truth. The truth is that Satan is already disarmed. Luke chapter 11, verse 20 to 22, he said, But if I'm casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For when a strong man like Satan is fully armed and guards his place, his possessions are safe. Until someone even stronger attacks, overpowering him, strips him of his weapons, and carries off his belongings. That's where you and I stand. 
Jesus is the all-powerful one. We have the Holy Spirit working in us and through us and standing with us. And we cannot fail. Someone said, I read the back of the book, and we win. We're winners. We're overcomers. Amen? Don't you let Satan make you believe that, that you cannot overcome. Jesus disarmed Satan at the cross of Calvary. When you come against the enemy, the only thing that he has is his words, his lies. Lies and questions and doubts and accusations and threats. But remember, you are in, th in authority, not Satan. Jesus gave you authority. There's no need to go around discouraged because something has happened in your life. Something unexpected has taken place. You've lost your job. You've got a bad report from the doctor. There's no reason to be discouraged. As a born-again believer, you've got the promises of God that are yes and amen to those who believe. Jesus said all things are possible if you believe. Now in the military, they have rules of engagement. There are certain things that they can and cannot do in battle. Well, we are in a battle, a spiritual battle. And we have rules of engagement. And I just want to share some of them with you. Our Bible gives us clear instruction for victory. First of all, we have the name of Jesus. That's a powerful name, an all-powerful name. You can cast out devils out of places, out of situations, out of circumstances, and people in the name of Jesus. Do you believe that? That's what the Bible says. I believe it. If the Bible says it, I believe it. Amen? Jesus said, in my name, you will cast out devils. Take authority and begin to clear, declare it in prayer. Devil, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to expose your lies. You say this, but the Bible says this. And I believe the Bible. Take your hands of my loved ones. Take your hands of my unsaved friends. I claim God's promise over my property. I take control of my finances. We can celebrate and enforce the victory of the cross every time that we expose Satan's lies with the Word of God. The demonic realm is working all over the world. and They're working to destroy you, your family, your finances, your faith. The question is, what are you going to do about it? You must stop and Stop thinking that someone else can fight your battles. Jesus said, I give you power. I give you authority. And we've got to take that authority. These signs shall follow them that believe. And then there's the blood of Jesus. There's another rule of engagement. There's power in the blood. 
If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, I could never be saved. I could never be born again. We talked about being washed. We talked about being cleansed, being made whole. It's the blood of Jesus that does that. If Jesus did not die on the cross, I could not have eternal life, and neither could you. Praise the Lord. Revelations we read that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony of what God has done for us. There's something powerful about a testimony. There's something powerful about sharing what God has done for you. It encourages other people, but it also encourages you. It reminds you what God has done. Amen? And what He has done, He will do. Amen? Praise the Lord. He hasn't changed. Yesterday, today, forever. Jesus is the same. The Word says that we can enter God's presence boldly because of the blood of Jesus in Hebrews chapter 4. And then there's the Word of God. There's power in the Word. You know something? If God's Word says it and you can find it there and you stand on that and you quote that and you keep saying that, you're going to see God come through because God's word is true. God is not a liar. He's truth and his word is true and he will come through for you every time. It's when you believe that it won't. When you believe the lies of Satan that you're just getting emotional. That you know if you, if you, if you start doing this people are going to laugh at you. So, so what? So what if they laugh? Doesn't really matter. It's my situation I'm talking about. It's my, it's, it's my condition. It's my health. It's my finances. And so if I can find something in the Word where I can say, Lord, your Word says this, and I, and I believe that, and so I'm going to keep confessing that, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to receive that. So who's the fool? Me for believing it? Or someone else who don't believe it saying that I'm crazy. Really doesn't matter, does it? The main thing is to keep your eyes on Jesus and to keep believing his word. And I've got to stop pretty quick here. Oh, praise the Lord. This is good stuff. I, I just love this. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just go quickly here. Joshua... Chapter 8 describes Joshua in prayer, stretching a spear as a symbol of the Word of God. God had spoken to him. God had showed him what was going to happen. And God said, you stretch forth your spear and don't draw it back until we have the victory. Amen? And this is the thing with God's Word. You've got to keep quoting it. You've got to keep confessing it. You've got to keep believing it because it's the Word of God that gives you the power. It's the Word of God that helps you to trust in Jesus and to believe for your healing or for your deliverance or for your miracle, whatever that may be. Joshua was confident of victory because God had spoken to him. If God said it, Joshua believed it, and that settled it. Keep believing and confessing the word until the victory is manifested. Joshua 1, verse 5 and 6, he said, There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Now, with a word, with a promise like that, 
how can you be defeated? When you realize that this wasn't the prime minister of the land that spoke that to him. It wasn't the banker that spoke that to him. It wasn't the doctor that spoke that to him. It was God Almighty. It was Jehovah God that said, I will never leave you or forsake you. It was Jehovah God who said, wherever your feet stand, wherever you walk, it's yours. I'm going to give it to you. You are going to be successful. It was God that said it. Folks, if God said it, it's true. Amen. God has also spoken to you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Psalm 34, verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. John 14, 12. This is what he's saying to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And if you read the context of that, he was talking about sending the Holy Spirit, that when he would go to the Father, the Holy Spirit would come and would indwell within God's people, and they would be powerhouses for the Lord. 2 Corinthians 10, 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen? Weapons of our warfare. And so I, got, I just got to close there. But God is so great, and if you're discouraged, if you're having a hard time dealing with things in your life, you don't know what's going on, Maybe you feel that God has forsaken you, that God is not really listening to your prayers. You're saying, why, Lord, why did all of this happen? Just think. What have you got to lose if you trust in God's word? What have you got to lose if you say, I'm going to believe the promises of God. I believe that the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, has cleansed me from all sin. And I'm going to stand on that. Amen? Just believe. You know, God has made it so simple for us. Only believe. All things are possible if you believe. He has set us up so beautifully that everything that comes our way, he will help us with it. Guys, do you have anything for the, uh, for the after? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't know where you stand today. Maybe you're in a difficult situation. Maybe you found it hard even to get out to church this morning. Will you look to Jesus? Will you let him bind up that broken heart? To pour the oil and the wine of his spirit into your soul? He loves you. He cares so much for you. He wants his people to be victorious people. 
He wants us like David to strengthen ourselves in the Lord, to encourage ourselves in him. Could we all stand? Maybe you're here, you don't know the Lord as your Savior today, and you say, I, I want to know him. A lot of times I ask people to just repeat a prayer wherever you are. Today, if you want Jesus in your life, I'm going to ask you to just come forward, and I want to pray with you personally up here. If you're here today and you've been going through a very difficult time, you've come in here discouraged, I want you to come. We're going to pray for you, and you're going to leave here a different person. You're going to leave here encouraged and believing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. There's many things that happen to people who are children of God. But what does the Bible says? The Lord delivers them out of them all. You want to be delivered out of a difficult situation today? Try Jesus. Not me. Try Jesus. I'll help you. I'll agree with you in prayer. But Jesus will be true to his word. I can guarantee you that. Amen? We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Coley Community Church, a place where families come together.